Welcome to the Wholesome Mama Show. If you've spent too long in survival mode, waking up already feeling overwhelmed and spending your day counting down to bedtime, then this is the show for you. John 10.10 says that we are called to a full, rich, abundant life. You were created to be well, body, mind, and spirit. So now let's live that out. I'm Elise, and I'm on a mission to empower women through simple strategies and mentoring to find their purpose, to be physically, emotionally, and spiritually well, and to tap into that abundant life. Join me for conversations to help you be whole. We'll talk about faith-based living, intentional parenting, navigating relationships and marriage, holistic wellness, how to find and live in your purpose, and so much more. Let's get into today's episode. Make yourself a cup of tea and get ready to thrive. Today, I'd really love to share something with you that has really had a big impact on me, and that is practicing gratitude. And when I first heard of it, I thought, I honestly don't have time. Come on, I'm a busy mum. I run a business. I've got stuff to do. I don't have time to sit and think about all the nice, pretty things in my life. But how wrong I was. And the impact that practicing gratitude has had on my life and the difference that I've seen in it has been incredible. So my, I'd heard about it previously, but my psychologist that I went to see when I had postnatal depression, anxiety, I saw her and she introduced the concept of um, mindfulness and gratitude. And I'd already done mindfulness before, but I hadn't really gone down the road of gratitude. And to really understand the impact that gratitude has, I started to research the brain because the brain is just such an intricate, amazing part of our body. And when we can understand the brain and how that works, we can really start to understand how gratitude and mindfulness, but particularly we're going to be talking about gratitude today, plays a big role in our emotional well-being. So we'll start with the amygdala. I know this is going to be a little bit, a little bit sciencey. We'll start with the amygdala. So the amygdala is the part of our brain. It's located at the base of our brain where our emotions are giving, given meaning, remembered, and associations and responses are attached to those emotions. So really our emotional memory. When we feel threatened or afraid, the amygdala automatically activates the fight, flight, or freeze option. And you've probably heard those before, but that response that when you are triggered by something, by feeling fear, anxiety, anger, scared, your body's reaction to that is to trigger your fight, flight, or freeze response. So that's the amygdala. Then the frontal lobes, which are the front of your brain, is where thinking, reasoning, planning, and decision-making happens. So the frontal lobes help you to process and think about your emotions. So when you sense that you're in trouble or you're in danger, there's something happening, your amygdala wants to automatically activate your fight, flight or freeze. However, your frontal lobes are trying to process the situation to to determine what exactly the danger is and what's a logical response to it. So if it's a mild danger that you're facing, your frontal lobes will consciously be able to remain in control. Uh, However, if it's a high level of danger, then the amygdala takes over, your body releases stress hormones, cortisol and adrenaline, and you get ready to fight or take flight, or you just freeze. 
This is a really necessary part of our body though, because if there is a physical threat, so a bear attacking you, then you absolutely need your body to, you need your amygdala to override your frontal lobe in an instant because you need the adrenaline to get out of there. However, these days that we're living in, there are less physical threats. So we don't have bears, or at least in my neighborhood, don't have bears walking down the street coming to attack us. Uh, but there's a lot more psychological threats. So just the pressure and the stress and the overwhelm of everyday life, our brain can interpret as a threat. So all that to say, that's why emotional intelligence is so important, particularly today. And something like doing a gratitude practice or a mindfulness practice, there are two ways that you can build and strengthen your emotional intelligence muscle. So what gratitude has done for me is taken me from living constantly in a place of fear and stress and overwhelm to living in a place of love and positivity and gratefulness. So what exactly happens when we have a thought is let's just say the thought that you have is I don't want to leave the house. So that was the thought that I had a lot when I was going through PND. I don't want to leave the house. It's too overwhelming. It's too much. I can't handle it. I just can't. And so because I was living in that place of fear, I would hold on to that thought. I would then exaggerate the thought and amplify it and think of all the negative things that I could around that thought. And that then sends us down an emotional spiral of negativity and stress and overwhelm because we get so worked up in it, our body then reacts and the amygdala takes over. We go into that fight, flight or freeze. Now you may think, well, you said the amygdala only takes over if it's a high level of danger. Well, with psychological threats, our body doesn't understand how to process that. And our brains are so powerful that we can make something by exaggerating and amplifying it, overthinking, we can make it something it's not so it is a high level of danger to us and then we're just constantly living in the state of fight flight or freeze which is what i was doing but if we were living in a place in a space of gratitude that thought of i don't want to leave the house will come in but our brain just won't hold on to it and it will pass our brain will go well yes we do we want to go to the beach Yes, we do. We want to go for a walk because we like getting fresh air. Well, yes, we do. We want to go to the cafe. Yes, we do. We want to go to the park. And that thought will pass. So it's amazing the difference you can see between living in a place of fear and a place of gratitude. So research has actually been done around gratitude and the chemical pathways that are being made in our brain. And within a month, if you practice gratitude five minutes a day, within a month, scientists and psychologists have seen that our brain connects new pathways and strengthens that emotional intelligence muscle so that when we do back into someone else's car in the car park, rather than our first thought being negative, thinking, man, this is going to cost me so much money. I'm such a terrible driver and going down that 
negativity spiral, your first reaction is that you're just grateful that no one was hurt. Oh, that's really annoying, but I'm so glad no one was hurt. I'm so glad it wasn't that bad. And to be able to live in a place where that is your reaction and that is your response to threats when they come up, that you are consciously able to stay more in control and have more control over your emotions and that when threats do come up, you are able to process the situation more rather than the amygdala taking over instantly, you are able to remain in control and process that situation and come up with a logical response to it. So what does my gratitude practice look like? So what I did is I started with each morning, I would just write down three things that I was really grateful for. And then at night, I would do the same thing, three things that I was really grateful for. And they had to be specific things. So it couldn't be that I was thankful for my husband or I was thankful for my kids. What about my husband that day was I thankful for? What about my kids that day was I thankful for? And then once I got into the habit of that, I expanded on it. So I have a morning gratitude practice and an evening gratitude practice. And you might be thinking, well, I don't have the time to do that. But if you start to put in the time, you see you see the outcomes for it and you see how much better it makes you feel as a person, how that then flows onto every other area of your life. And writing down three things is going to be like a minute or two. So if you want to do it, you make the time. So I went and bought a journal from a stationery shop that I love and I have a one page in the morning and then one page in the evening and then I just continue that. So in the morning, I write a statement I love myself because dot 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 so it might be that I love myself because I have come so far I love myself because I'm a, such a good mum to my kids I love myself because I deserve to love myself I love myself because I created and carried two babies and have given birth then I write the I am grateful for three things that I'm grateful for that day. So I'm grateful for dot, 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 dot. I'm grateful for dot, 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 dot. And I'm grateful for dot, 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 dot. So it could be absolutely anything, but it just have to be specific. And then I've started to write, I am dot, dot, dot. So for me, it might be, I am fit and strong. I am good at saying no when I need to. I am organized. I am a morning person. I am whatever um, you need to. It's just speaking it out as if it already is happened. And then the last thing that I write each morning is today I would like to dot, dot, dot. So it's just something that I would like to do that day. Then in the evening, my evening gratitude is uh, I'm thankful for times three. So again, three things that I'm grateful for that happened that day specific things and then three other sentences one thing that made today great was dot 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 I am proud of myself today for dot 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 and that one's a really interesting one because you start to do things each day that you are proud of yourself for because you want to write them down so that that one's been fun to add in and then the last one I do is one thing I'm going to try tomorrow is dot 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 
So that may be fancy for you, it may not, but I would just ask if you're not already doing it, start with three things that you're grateful for twice a day and just make them specific things. And I hope that that encourages you to prioritise and take the time to implement a gratitude practice into your day. However, wherever you can, it doesn't have to be morning and evening. It can be when you're having your morning coffee at morning tea, whatever works for you. But I hope that encourages you and blesses you as you go out on your day today. Hey sister, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Wholesome Mama Show. I pray that you were blessed by this conversation and if you did get something out of today's episode, I would love for you to take a moment to leave a review. You can also share this episode to your Instagram stories and please don't forget to tag me at Wholesome Mama. Let's share the love and light and help more women to thrive.